You are listening to Power Up Your Team podcast with host Martina Kuhlmeier, helping CEOs and founders in high-growth companies build a more resilient team so they can scale and win in the marketplace. Welcome to this episode of Power Up Your Team podcast. This is your free resource with tips and tricks to build a more resilient team. Hey, my teachers used to tell me that feedback is a gift, and I quickly learned that it's easy to accept that gift when it's all positive or when we just get to hear, well done, or awesome job. It's easier to receive, and it is also easier to give. But what happens when someone really screwed up, and you really just want to give this person a piece of your mind? You want to express how careless their actions were and how they compromised the team's success. That's when constructive feedback comes in handy, so that despite the crisis in the moment, you don't break relationships or the trust and confidence of your team members. I remember a specific feedback session from early in my career where I was on the receiving end. I was new in that company and experienced a very ingrained formal performance review cycle for the first time. Our leader asked to see the documentation before we would release it to our employees. And one day, she called me to her office and sat me down with, a, with an all-telling smile. I remember sitting in her large office with an adjacent conference room in late afternoon sunlight. I thought, oh shoot. What's coming now? And then she patiently read the first observation I had documented. And she asked me, So, what would you like to see Tim doing instead? And what was he doing well? As we went through my documentation line by line, I shamefully noticed that I had produced a list of grievances. I was thorough. I can tell you that, but I totally missed the mark of what the feedback was meant to do. It would have been such a train wreck had she not guided me in rewriting it. I learned how important it is to have a glass half full perspective to maintain relationships, trust and pave a path forward towards desirable change. Now, in my 30 years of receiving and providing feedback, I've learned a couple of things that, that are worthwhile to consider. Feedback should always be specific to situation. Instead of saying, you always do this, refer to specific occurrence. Yesterday, in the meeting, this or that happened. This helps to ensure that your feedback comes across as genuine. Feedback should always relate to a behavior or action and not be a judgment of character. So instead of saying, you were late again, you're simply unreliable. Make the observation and state the impact it had on the team. So say something like, you were late and we were all losing important meeting time. Also, keep a 4 to 1 ratio for positive and negative observations. Starting the conversation with four compliments on what was done well makes the portion where you address the issue much easier to swallow. And some research also indicates a 5 to 1 ratio of positive to negative comments. Feedback should really be feed forward. 
The past can be changed and the value of these conversations lie in empowering someone to forge ahead with new beliefs, skills and actions. I've experienced different levels of formality in receiving feedback and it can range from an informal conversation to a documented review. And after all of that experience, I really believe that in organizations where empowering feedback is given regularly, the documented review can be dropped all together. So make giving feedback your leadership habit. Ensure that it's part of every conversation so your team can contribute at a higher level and you can achieve the next level of success for your business. Thank you for listening to Power Up Your Team podcast. Leave a review about this episode and share it with other CEOs and founders. The show notes can be found online at powerupyourteam.com.